0: well hello and welcome back to another episode of bible prophecy for today my name is heather and i'm going to give you some news and views from a west texans biblical point of view one you're not going to find in your mainstream media hey guys welcome back to another episode Guys, I have so much to talk to you about that Tom is probably not going to permit it all, but you guys, I know by now you have heard of the U.S. approved sale of lab-grown meat made from cultivated cells, and it says it tastes like chicken. Doesn't everything taste like chicken? Anyway, <laughs> and what they don't tell you is that some of those cells are cancer cells, all kinds of terrible, terrible stuff. This is in the Washington Post, the Fox uh, News. We've got it's all over the place so you know i've been telling you guys this for a while right well now you thought i was probably crazy but now it is mainstream and so now you guys can check it out for yourselves or would i say try it i would not try it it's crazy though i think i'm gonna try it in restaurants first kind of makes you wonder mm, let's see so the lab grown meat how it's made sustainably and nutritionally so i know i have read that article before because it is um, highlighted it says uh this is livescience.com and uh you know guys i've known um i have talked to you guys a little bit about the lab grown meat now they're saying is it healthier <laughs> really uh no folks it's garbage trash don't do it if it's not a living breathing animal uh that god put on this earth i wouldn't just dis- not mm-mm. so the expose news.com says that COVID related news discrimination against unvaccinated australians is deadly while the dangers of COVID injections continue to be revealed and that's june 17th of 2023 australia's stance to not treat an unvaccinated child is nothing short of criminal in light of the ever-growing mountain of evidence from across the world of the harm and death caused by the COVID injections and i know i talked to you guys about that before but the folks this is still going on still going on discrimination against folks who are unjabbed unjabbed yeah uh mm, and it's going to continue to get worse i'm afraid but we have medical pros uh support a christian doctor who said the six footer with the beard is not as she well, there you go. A team of medical professors and regulators has come alongside a Christian doctor who said a six-footer with a beard isn't likely a, quote, she and wouldn't be addressed as such. Good. Very good. That's what I'm talking about. 65 senators urge Biden administration to admit Israel to U.S. visa waiver program. A bipartisan group of 65 senators sent a letter to senior Biden administration officials on Wednesday urging them to admit Israel israel to the u.s visa waiver program before the end of the year israelis have long pushed for admission to the program which would substantially reduce hurdles for israelis attempting to visit the united states and if you can hear murphy in the background i have no idea what she is so upset but it never fails i jump in here turn on my computer look up some articles do a little bit of research everything's cool and fine right i turn on my mic I hit the lights. I hit the button. Record and meow, meow. Then everybody starts going crazy. I don't understand. Dogs barking. You know everything happens, but that's just the way it goes. And uh, we're just gonna have to listen to her meow in the back because I have a lot to cover. Don't have time to pause this program. Right? Programming will not be paused today anyway i hope everybody's having a great day and i hope you guys had a great wednesday so rapture ready in times news folks if you want top headlines super duper fast what's going on in the world you can go to raptureready.com and they have the news in times news and you can click on that and you're going to get loads of info so we go on to say here tucker carlson hunter biden and his father's administration represents a total inversion of virtue the justice department just baptized hunter biden a life time of sins washed away in an instant Carlson said. It was a secular miracle. Following the news of Hunter Biden's accepting a plea deal from his father's Department of Justice, Tucker Carlson argued that while ordinary citizens would go to jail for cheating on their taxes or violating federal gun laws, such princelings uh, may do what they want and avoid any real consequences. Yep, you got it. An undercover video expose, So this exposes BlackRock recruiter bragging about how little it takes to quote by a senator there's an old joke that says we have the best politicians money can buy a recent o'keefe undercover investigation specifically spells things out u.s senators are cheap you can get one for just ten thousand dollars war is good for business blackrock hedge funds and bankers run the world and a fairly low level blackrock recruiter says he decides people's fates that um yeah, folks, you heard that correctly. That's BlackRock recruiter Sergey Varley, captured on video by a female reporter. BlackRock owns significant shares of companies like Amazon, Microsoft, Anheuser-Busch, Meta, Target, Procter & Gamble, Comcast, CNN, Fox, and yes, Pfizer, just to name a few. So yes, folks, this is the strangest economy. This is the strangest economy. It says like nothing we have ever seen before inflation is up but so are the jobs numbers we added 339,000 jobs to the american economy in may but many companies especially in high tech are laying off people we are officially in a bull market unemployment is at a 50-year low and people are still spending but the savings rate is climbing so the great reset is officially underway folks unlike last year's report which found that supply chains were fundamentally out of sync. The 2023 uh, report found that the past years, uh, I'm sorry, found that the past year plus the reports cover 2022 in the year, in the early parts of 2023 produced a focus on getting supply chains back in sync. dubbed by our participants in a pre-release roundtable discussion of the report for media members as the great reset. The new report finds that supply chains have largely and continue to adapt to a new era. Of resiliency. So he goes on to say insufficient prototype testing could put Titanic sub uh, passengers in extreme danger. A lawsuit said, uh, uh, Yeah, I think that would already um, prove to be true. Mm. So, yes, guys, so much going on. Um, just crazy. So much Palestinian terrorist cell was killed by IDF drone strike near Jenin. We'll praise the Lord for that. A national drought summary showing a mixed outlook. So the weekly drought monitor showed above normal participation and below normal temperatures, resulting in another week of some improvements in the western U.S. The exception is the Pacific Northwest. The Corn Belt is seeing widespread degradation of moderate drought and abnormal dryness, high eva- evaporation rates has resulted in a significant loss of soil moisture folks i want to throw this up here really quick we had a very deadly tornado hit matador texas last night deadly ef i do believe they're saying is a four ef four um, or could possibly be an ef five hit matador uh, texas a very small community of i think 800 people Um, i was watching a storm chaser he was filming live him and his wife and they had gone on they'd gone on into battle when they were trying to search for survivors. It was still daylight devastatingly heartbreaking um they had somebody was you know waving from the top of a pile of rubble and they went to go help but it was a husband, his wife was trapped, and as they were trying to get her out, she died and um very very terrible and um it was just it was just devastating um when if you look at what tornadoes can do, it is devastating it's like bombs it's worse than bombs it is uh, his um, I just can't explain the words. We had another um, it was an EF three tornado, I believe, um, or might have been a four that hit parrington Texas, too. That's two and a half hours north of me. Matador is about, I would say, not quite an hour and maybe an hour and a half south of me, and so, um, and it is uh, approximately maybe fifty to sixty miles north of Lubbock, Texas. If you guys know where Lubbock, Texas, is, um, anyway lots of devastating storms and i'm sure there are more devastating storms i've talked to several friends around the state and in states around us and it is it's just getting really bad uh kentucky all kinds of places so folks just be in prayer for your neighbors your brothers sisters your families and um, this crazy weather pattern that we see um, developing and so Of course we do know we are living in the end times and you know the bible has a lot to say about that and we're going to talk a little bit about that today tonight so i'm going to scroll on over here and um let me move up here to this right here so will discerning christians see doctrines of demons coming from a mile away articles by pete garcias and the uh, harbingers daily.com here's a little synopsis so listed below are some of the damnable heresies about the true living god also included in this list are those heretical teachings within christian dome and it says that uh, present apostate views antithetical to what holy scripture teaches in other words they are perversions of what the bible actually says and present a different jesus to those who hold to them so we'll talk about that because folks that is um that is very very important because these people will take people to hell okay they will lead them straight to hell And so we really need to talk about that. So was it aliens or was it the rapture? Hello, rapture ready. Uh, Many Bible prophecy experts believe that a mass alien abduction is the most likely explanation that will be used by the world's Leaders to explain away uh, the rapture. And folks, I believe that too. I actually wrote a series of fiction books on that Aliens, Demons, or Angels. Hello. So, yes. Yeah. So, James O'Keefe captures BlackRock recruiters saying, The run, they run the world. And so, there's another article on that as well. James O'Keefe and his O'Keefe Media Group, or OMG, are at it again. And this time, they've posted an undercover video of a recruiter for investment giant BlackRock who makes a number of eye-opening comments including that senators can be bought for ten thousand dollars and that Ukraine and that the Ukraine war is good for business folks this is uh this is true I'm just telling him one other one one of my other favorite authors I absolutely love him is Terry James Terry James he's got famine coming this is Wednesday, 21st of June, but it isn't only a spiritual famine that's coming for those who reject God's call and prescription for life on his planet. There is coming a famine of the literal sort. You better get you some food. You know what I'm saying? You better get you some food. Anyway, um, And according to Jesus' own words, it will be the worst famine, worst of famines, the worst time in all of human history. The hunger it will produce will be deadly, but that will be only part of the tribulation that God rejectors will suffer. So it's going to be a part, it, guys. That hunger is symbolically described as the third horseman and his black steed found in Revelation chapter 6. Yes, folks, we will talk about that article as well. And so let's we'll check that out. Let me click on that little guy there. Okay. Make sure I get it all up here. Okay. And then we got more, folks. If you thought that wasn't enough, oh but wait there's more Mm -hmm. so front page mag says what's really to blame for the canadian wildflowers Not flowers, Heather, wildfires, yellow. Anyway, so smoke from the forest fires arriving from Canada this summer is choking residents of the United States and millions more Canadians in the prairie in eastern provinces. Thick rolling smoke may poise health hazards to the aged and infirm in both countries. The origins of the fires traces back to late winter and spring. Hmm, we may talk about that, you know. Rand Paul rips. Okay, folks, let me give you a... I'm going to give you a little heads up, all you Trump fans... You might want to pause or fast forward just a little bit. okay? because here comes some truth. I'm saying come truth is coming, you guys. Okay, so Rand Paul rips Trump for keeping Fauci around. He should not be so proud. (laughs) That's got that right. Republican Kentucky Senator Rand Paul criticized former President Donald Trump for allowing Dr. Anthony Fauci to head White House COVID response despite being a menace to the truth appearing tuesday night on fox news waters world with host jesse waters folks that'll be a good one for you guys to check out so john darby did not invent the rapture i don't know if you guys know that I'm sure y'all have heard that, but it's not true. It's not true. Mm-mm-mm. The Apostle Paul thought Jesus was coming back during his time. But one of the issues being promoted by a rising belief system of theology is that a pre-tribulation rapture of the church is not a biblical. It is claimed that such doctrine is a fabrication of one John Nelson Darby of Ireland back from 1800 to 1882. Therefore, we are being taught that any such references to the rapture are just garbage without merit. Mm. We're going to talk about that, folks, because I want the truth. You guys need to know the truth. You can go to raptureready.com. That article is by Gene Lawley. Yes, folks, we'll talk a little bit about that. What else have we got going on today? Schools are not allowing children to identify as cats. Oh, my goodness gracious. Thank the Lord. you got not thank the Lord, but you have got, you're not going to believe this, dear Lord. Schools are now allowing children to identify as cats, horses. Dinosaurs, yes, folks. I really need to tell you, but that's the truth. In the old days, teacher knew how to deal with this kind of nonsense. But today, they are instructed not to correct the children because that would be discriminatory. Pupils claim teachers are not allowed to get annoyed about such behavior in case it is seen as being discriminatory. Folks, what am I going to say? You know what's coming out of my mouth: a reprobate mind. Romans one culture. Right here, God has turned us over to a reprobate mind to do those things that seem unseemly. And, uh, you know, they're like brute animals. They have no common sense. I mean, you can look around the world today and say, people ain't got no common sense. Ain't nobody got no common sense. Yes, John Darby did not invent the rapture. Let's talk about this guy. So this is by Gene Lawley. You can find it at raptureready.com raptureready.com And so this post on the 21st of June of two thousand and twenty-three. And he says, well, one of the issues being promoted by rising belief system of theology is that a pre-tribulation rapture of the church is not Bible truth. So let will skip on down here. Uh we're gonna move on just a little bit down because I've read that it says, Therefore we are being taught that any such reference to the rapture are just garbage and without merit. Any scripture that makes such a reference is said to be presenting aspects of Christ's second coming. Much has been written and published on Uh, The Internet, easy to find if one wants to know about the issue. So Darby was apparently an active and well-known figure in the mid-1800 theological circles. Having supported Calvin's views, he wrote favorably of Calvin's analysis of election and predestination. At a conference in 1832, he presented his views on the pre-tribulation rapture doctrines. His biographer, William Kelly, who was uh, 1821 to 1906, wrote of Darby, quote, a saint more true to Christ's name in word I never knew or heard of that's right he says um in word he goes a saint more true to christ's name and word i never knew or heard of wow so but well darby but well before darby there was a strong belief in a pre tribulation rapture after the times of the apostles there were writers expounding belief in the imminence of christ's return which finds its basis in a pre-tribulation rapture that is nothing stands in the way of his coming at any time this of course is still held by many today although we know that jesus never made a promise or prophecy that he did not intend to fulfill That's right. So Clement of Rome, 35 to 101, and Ignatius of Antioch, uh, who died in 110, were of this frame of mind. Apparently, Irenaeus of Lyon, 120 to 202, was a pre-tribulation believer, and he was a disciple of Polycarp, a disciple of the Apostle John. He wrote of his views in that arena of thought in his book Against Heresies. So we see briefly a few of the many examples of the belief that a pre-tribulation rapture is biblically true and has been articulated steadily well before John Darby is said to have, quote, invented uh, that doctrine. Many books and articles are written are being written today that attempt to explain the scriptures and believers rush to find out what this new author has to say. But wait a minute. What does the Bible say about it? And he says, "And here I am writing an article to explain what the Bible says." He goes on to say, "Nevertheless, tracing the whole counsel of God on an issue is bound to produce God's viewpoint, given the awesome truth of Proverbs 9:10b, "And knowledge of the holy one is understanding." No wonder Jude, the brother of James and half-brother of Jesus, was brought to urge believers to earnestly contend for the faith that was once for all given to the saints. Capitals used, of course, for his emphasis, which is once for all. Contend means to fight for, and once for all means there are to be no changes to it, and it is for everyone. Jude wrote this possibly just before the 70 AD destruction of Jerusalem and the temple. So you ask where did the rapture doctrine begin? An example of it was in the experience of Enoch, the early man of faith who walked with God and was not for God took him. That's Genesis 5:24. Then there is the taking away of Elijah in a blazing chariot from heaven as told in 2 Kings chapter 2 verses 1 through 3. But the <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> Woo. But the actual workings of the rapture are first introduced by Jesus Christ and told in john eleven twenty five to twenty six It is the time of the death of Lazarus, and his sisters were weeping over his death. Martha said to Jesus had you been here my brother would not have died jesus said to her your brother will rise again john eleven twenty three. 23 but martha replied i know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day here she changed the context from the present to the future time of lazarus resurrection and jesus makes a statement of that future event later called the rapture i am the resurrection and the life he who believes in me though he may die he shall live, and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die, John 11, 25, 26. Lay these two verses beside First Thessalonians 4, 16, and 17, and you have an exact comparison. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, with the trumpet of God of the dead, and Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Can you see how these scriptures fit together, he says, to complement each other? They come under the broad classification of all scriptures given by inspiration of God and its inclusive instruction. Both letters to the Thessalonians deal extensively with this undeniable event called the rapture. One of the troubling expectations of many Christians is that Jesus will return surprisingly at any time, even this afternoon, because he said to come like a thief in the night. That is unsuspectedly. Paul, though, told the Thessalonians but you brethren are not in darkness so that this day should overtake you as a thief you are all sons of light and sons of day that's first Thessalonians 5 4 through 5a yet we do not know the day nor the hour of his coming specifically the meaning of this is answered as we look at the next revelation in the scriptures regarding the ingathering gathering of the rapture so why did God have seven special festivals or feasts set up on this Jewish calendar, on the Jewish calendar. They were not feasts that came out of Israel's historical activities. They were given to Moses to be placed on their calendar every year in the future they are laid out in leviticus 23 according to their agricultural seasons that have to do with the times of harvest when i first realized the significance of these feasts he says i wrote and posted an article entitled amazing truths hidden in israel's feast he goes it bears repeating at least simplified for its importance to this article's conclusion so we're going to scroll on down here and i'm going to highlight that right there so i don't lose my place okay and he says, the first one was Passover's festival celebrating the time of Israel's escape from Egypt's bondage. At least it was a reminder of that great word of God in their midst. But the feasts are were, but the feasts all were called convocations or rehearsals for future events. It turns out that they celebrated seven high level events of the then coming Christian era. I'm going to grab a sip of coffee here. Excuse me one moment. Mm. oh yes i'm talking about so the first three beginning with passover about the middle of march in the gentile calendar they are the death burial and resurrection of christ where he the passover lamb was slain here he becomes the first fruits of the resurrection the scriptures are careful to establish that title for Jesus. As noted in Matthew 27, Jesus had died. An earthquake had shaken the city and the veil in that temple's holy place was torn from top to bottom. And coming out of the graves after his resurrections, they went into the holy city and appeared to many the second feast the feast of unleavened bread depicts the death and burial of jesus in the tomb for three nights and three days in the belly of the earth we are told of what he did there in the spirit taking captivity captive closing paradise into heaven he asks and speaking to the spirits in prison ephesians four eight nine, 9 psalm 68 18 in first peter three nineteen. while his body lay in the tomb for those three nights and days The third festival, the the Feast of First Fruits, celebrates his resurrection possibly 12 hours into that third night and day. Early on Sunday morning, the first day of the week, thus the Lord of the Sabbath brought with him that day, brought with Himself that day of honor and delight in the Lord to the to the first day of the of the week, and no longer on the last day of the week. So, in the agricultural context, these first three feasts correspond to the sowing of the seeds for eventual harvest, as John twelve twenty four depicts it. Unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, It produces much grain. And so he goes on to say, Fifty days later a gigantic change took place, and the Spirit of God came upon the small band of believers who were waiting as told to do, and the power of God was displayed in them." called the feast of weeks the early harvest it corresponded to the barley harvest time for the farmers at the preaching of peter 3000 became new believers from among those of many tongues who had come to celebrate the festival it is called pentecost since that time a clear and definite christian air event being uh, i'm sorry Arab event being celebrated by the jews not knowing what they really are identifying the fifth feast, called the Feast of Trumpets or Rosh Hashanah, comes in the fall of the year, depicting the final harvest of the season. It is called the Ingathering in 2 Thessalonians two one. and every description of it seems to shout, Rapture! One must ask whether or not God will fulfill this event in the order it is placed on the calendar or at some isolated place in time elsewhere. My understanding of the nature of God is that he will not be inconsistent with his formatted plan as depicted for all these centuries the 10th day after rosh hashanah is the date of the feast of atonement when the abomination of desolation of daniel's prophecy occurs the jews discover their true messiah is jesus christ not this one who has befriended them with a seven-year peace covenant and permission to rebuild their temple in daniel 927 so john writes of the discovery being prophesied in john 1937 and again another scripture says they shall look on him whom they pierced he was referring to Zechariah twelve ten, thus confirming that event's expected fulfillment. That evil one cancels their offerings and temple sacrifices and declares himself God, demanding all to worship him as God. That second Second Thessalonians two. Three through four, Then, the fifth day after that sixth festival, the Feast of Tabernacles occurs on the calendar, also called the Feast of Booths, to illustrate the coming of the Lord to the earth to establish his millennial kingdom based in Jerusalem, the city of Zion. Zechariah 14.4 tells us about his feet being planted on the Mount of Olives on that day, and the mount is split into two sides with a valley in between. It will be a very dramatic event and not anything like the return of Jesus described by the two angels in acts one 11, this same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner. As you saw him go into heaven. Therefore, as we see the day approaching, we who believe and proclaim the whole counsel of God say, even so Lord Jesus come quickly and put to rest those naysayers who so self confidently twist the scriptures to fit their truthless theories. Lord, Large passages of Christian are are disregarded as meaningless along with prophecies of the last days and their design for the end times. But God does not follow their plan. You can count on his sovereignty by his word the quote in gathering of the final harvest of the church age so fits the annual timing of the seasons of the year it is likely that god would not fulfill that high point of the church age at that time and put it somewhere else of an insignificant location he asked what then is the fulfillment of that fifth feast of trumpets Why have the Jews been celebrating it for centuries if it has no significance? Paul admonished Timothy to study to show yourself approved of God, a workman not ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, 2 Timothy 2.15, we here in the 21st century will do well to follow that directive for we know that God is and who he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him as hebrews 11 and 6. and if you would like to contact him you can contact and we get mercy at gmail.com and we get mercy at gmail.com and once again that author is gene lawley and you can find that at raptureready.com and what a wonderful article and explanation of that thank you gene that was wonderful And so let me run on over here. So obvious and subtle lies. Will discerning Christians see doctrines of demons coming from a mile away? This is by Pete Garcia, and it was posted on the 19th of June. You can find it at harbingersdaily.com i want to interject here really quick and say if you didn't watch when was a wednesday or sunday i'm not for sure one of the two uh sunday it had to be because i've been so tired and crazy working this week um pastor meter has a, a great thing at um Athe creek he talked about a great thing about um demons so remember when jesus was walking on the earth and how many demons they cast out and his you know his uh, disciples cast out demons and they were laying the demon you're the son you remember and there's all that uh, demonic activity And he says, wouldn't it make sense that right before Christ was to come and rapture his church, we would see an uptick in demonic activity? I'm like, absolutely, brother, you are on to something there. And we do see that. You see the UFOs. You see people just being hateful. The love of many have grown cold. And you see just people outright killing people, murder them, shoot them. They have no conscience whatsoever. That is demonic influence, folks and so we see a definite uptick in that so like i say you better get your boots on i'm telling you you better get your boots on because we are going home 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 i hope and soon and very soon we are going to see the king i hope so anyway Pete Garcia, HarbingersDaily.com and he says, I've spent a lot of time discussing biblical eschatology, the study of last things primarily because I, he says, number one, you don't get it at your local church and two, because biblical prophecy is essential to the maturing of the faith of the believer and three, it is proof positive that God is real and we are in the last moments of human history. However, it is necessary for us to revisit those things which make our faith as a whole unique and exclusive when when compared to other faith systems, especially while discussing the issues of eternal salvation so he goes you've probably seen uh those asinine postmodern bumper stickers uh, with the word coexist on them using the symbols of many different faiths as if they were all somehow equally valid i.e pluralism that has to be one of the most impossible slogans ever devised by satan because reality doesn't give us that option either the god of the bible is true and the rest is false or none of it really matters the truth is both monotheism one god such as in christianity islam and judaism and polytheism many gods such as in mormonism hinduism buddhism and paganism etc cannot both be true as those face other side by side do not leave the adherents with that option or else invalidating their own theological authority moreover when you drill into monotheism christianity is diametrically opposed to islam and judaism wait a minute pete how can christianity be diametrically opposed to judaism if Christianity came out of Judaism? Well, let's see. Judaism, at least up until this point, has still refused to embrace the Jewish Messiah, Yeshua, as God come in the flesh. Until they do, according to the Apostle Paul, they will remain accursed with spiritual blindness. And that's Romans eleven twenty five. 25. In fact, the Pauline Epistle of Galatians is aimed squarely at the Judaizers, who largely agree with many of the fundamentals of our faith, and he called them accursed for adding the law back back into the process of salvation jesus peter john and even james were clear salvation is by grace through faith not of works our good works are evidence of our salvation not for our salvation he says so he goes on to say as for islam well they're in a huge pickle Islam, which was created some six hundred years after Christ, believes Jesus was just a prophet, not God come in the flesh. However, Islamists only know about Jesus from Christianity, of which the Orthodox Christian faith places Jesus squarely in the triune Godhead. The real question for the Muslim then is how can Jesus be a good man and a prophet of God if he and the apostles are lying about his divinity? John 1 3, Colossians 1 16 and 17, first Corinthians 10 4, 1 Peter 5 4, and Revelation, chapter 1, verse 7 and chapter 2 verse 8. if jesus is not god come in the flesh then he is a liar and not worthy of being good or not not worthy of being either a good man or a prophet if jesus is god come in the flesh then it means christianity is true and is on a lie like i said big pickle he says so he goes. listed below are some of the damnable heresies about the true living god also included in this list are those heretical teachings within christendom that represent apostate views antithetical to what holy scriptures teach or teaches in other words they are perversions of what the bible actually says and present a quote different jesus to those who hold to them folks i wanted to read this because this is very very important so theology is the study of god atheists god does not exist polytheists there are many gods okay pantheists god is everything Paganism, nature is God. Open the, the, uh, theism, God doesn't know everything. Humanism, I can become a God. Try theism, there are three separate gods, not one God in three persons, e.g. Mormonism. Uh, Satanism, also Luciferianism, similar to humanism, promotes self-deification uh, and Satan as the liberator of mankind. New Age, universalist and Eastern mysticism merged into pantheism and humanism christology the study of christ so non-christian faith. jesus was just a man modalism which is taught and it's false and it says this is a christian dome this is false this is a heresy the belief that the members of the trinity are not three distinct persons but rather three different aspects of the same person for example in the old testament god was the father in the gospels god was jesus in the church age god is the holy spirit which if you read the book of John, then you'll know this is true because they are all three right there in. This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. The Holy Spirit comes out of the dove. Okay, anyway. Anyway, so Arianism. I'm sorry, Jesus was not truly divine, but he wasn't merely human either. So then you had the LDS or the JW uh, theology, so the Church of Latter-day Saints or the... Um, Oh, the jehovah witnesses whatever jesus is a created being so we all know this is false so pneumology or i'm sorry pneumatology, the study of the holy spirit and i'm sure i murdered that word i'm sorry you guys but iranian uh, arianism says the holy spirit is just an impersonal force hebrews roots jehovah witnesses right so modalism says oneness pentecostals so there you have it soteriology is the study of salvation So Roman Catholicism says, I can earn my redemption. My good works must outweigh my bad works. What Jesus did was not enough, so salvation can be bought. False. Liberalism, which is non-political, but scriptures are not inerrant or authoritative think of methodists and where the sbc seems to be going gay theology the belief that homosexuality and other alternative sexual lifestyles are not a sin which is wrong universalism god would never send anyone to hell and works righteousness we must earn and or maintain our salvation by good works which is false we know this is all false so social gospel says the primary goal of the gospel is not the forgiveness of sins and reconciliation with god but to cure social evils Bad. Mm mm-hmm baptismal regeneration the belief that one becomes saved during water baptism which we know that's false because you are saved first uh, baptism is just your obedience into that right so judaizers would attempt to reinsert the mosaic law back into the gospel so the sda the Seventh day adventists and the hebrew roots etc gnosticism is salvation comes by acquiring esoteric knowledge so the theosophy freemasonry etc so word of faith similar to humanism in that man can command god to do their bidding and so just as a reminder here if you're just now tuning in i'm telling you the false these heresies and heretical beliefs and this kind of stuff so i don't want anybody to tune in and say heather said so no okay so So, Gnosticism, I want to repeat that is salvation comes from acquiring esoteric knowledge like theosophy, Freemasonry, and that kind of thing. Uh, word of faith, similar to humanism in that man can command God to do their bidding. Have you ever noticed that? I decree and I declare and just... Makes me sick anyway. So, uh, to believe any of these is to consign oneself to eternal separation from the creator and damnation. In other words, as bad as this world is, if proponents of these beliefs were to die in their sins tonight, this is the closest to heaven they will ever get. Remember what Jesus said in Matthew 7, uh, chapter 7, verse 21 to 23 on the KJV. And he says, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my father, which is in heaven, many will say to me on that day. But Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and in thy name have cast out devils and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you depart from me, ye that work iniquity. So what is the will of the father in heaven? Well, John uh, chapter 6, verses 37 to 40 tells us All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh me I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which hath sent me, that of all which he hath given me I should lose nothing. But should raise it up again at that last day. And this is the will of Him that sent me that every one which seeth the Son and believeth on Him may have everlasting life. And I will raise Him up at the last day so he goes on to say while these while this is not designed to be an exhaustive list of heresies these are probably the most prominent ones we've seen in recent history he says as for the heresies not necessarily damnable the list begins to double and triple depending on the particular biblical doctrine for example hyper and ultra dispensationalism and you have all millennialism and preterism aren't damnable heresies in eschatology but they sure do lead one down a dead end path to confusion and bitterness the same can be said for replacement theology arminianism calvinism in other sociological uh, the study of the church confusions etc which are doctrines of demons designed to introduce confusion and in a complexification of our christian faith he says when one hears the phrase doctrines of demons one tends to automatically assume it's some obvious and egregious black lie that discerning christians will see coming a mile away in truth doctrines of demons are often very close to the truth mixing in just enough falsehoods that it seems reasonable and or biblical Spurgeons once said discernment is not knowing the difference between right and wrong it is knowing the difference between right and almost right So, in fact, the most damning of heresies are very close to the biblical truth, but only stray on certain essentials. Try talking to a Mormon someday, and you will be amazed at their usage of our Christian language to the point you might believe they are actually Christian. But when you drill into what they mean by the same words they use, you'll realize they mean completely different things so he goes on to say but the doctrines of demons will find its ultimate fulfillment not in a worldly appeal to carnality or some subtle anti-christian philosophies but in a brazen demand the world worship a man empowered by satan himself this demand will come in the form of biometric technology embedded into the hand or forehead as a measure of loyalty equating to 666 those on earth will be given a choice either take the mark or lose their life those who take the mark are consigned themselves to an eternity and eternal damnation those who refuse for the sake of christ will lose their lives but gain eternal salvation and reign with christ into eternity revelation chapter 14 9 verses 11 says "And the third angel followed them saying with a loud voice if any man worship the beast in his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the lamb and the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever. And they have no rest day or night, who worship the beast and his image and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name so he says in closing a person of sound mind must believe the essentials of the christian faith in order to be considered a christian and these are folks listen up if you're not a believer if you've ever doubted your salvation if you ever wondered am i really a christian do i really accept christ listen up number one the deity of jesus christ god come in the flesh this means jesus is all man and all god He was born of the virgin mary and he was born of the holy spirit number two that salvation comes by grace through faith not our works we cannot earn our own salvation number three the death burial and resurrection of jesus christ which is the gospel number four a true sincere belief in the gospel to a saving faith relationship not religion number five the triune nature of the godhead god is one being expressed in three persons and he says the reason i include of sound mind is this process is in this process is important he says i believe god allows for the maturity and mental capacity of the individual to factor into any scenario he says i mean a six-year-old that comes to accept jesus as his or her lord and savior doesn't have to perfectly understand the process of justification or the concept of the trinity they won't have the mental capacity to understand that but god defaults to save them nonetheless second peter chapter 3 9. This means that the druggie in the gutter or a thief on the cross who cries out to Jesus to save them can and will be saved. Luke chapter 23 verses 43 to 44 in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 through 13. However, the believer then given time to live and grow must embrace these things in order to grow in the faith once entrusted to the saints. He says this list represents how the Bible God gave us describes himself and develops our understanding of eternal salvation. And the things accompanying salvation god knows our hearts and our intentions better than even we understand them so guys like i say if you want to check out the article you can go harbingerdaily.com but that is Pete garcia and it was posted on the 19th of june and um, that was a wonderful wonderful um, article and it definitely should open our eyes right now that doctrines or demons are just not like you're gonna say oh my gosh that is you can tell that's false you know (laughs) that's not an alien that's a demon yeah but it's very subtle think about the Joe Olsteins, God just wants you to have your best life now, you know. Let's not talk about hell. Well, homosexuality, well, that's just not God's best. He doesn't come out and say homosexuality is an abomination to God. It's a sin. No, he's going to let those people think that it's okay. And they're going to go to hell thinking, well, Joe Olstein said it was okay. Thanks. You really got to... We as Christians, do we love people? Do we truly love them enough to tell them the truth? Or are we going to let them die in their sin? Look, for us, this is a vapor. You know, if they're going to make fun of us, they're going to yell at us. They're going to call us a hater. Like, whatever. But you know what? You're going to stand before God one day. We all will stand before God one day. And there's been times that I didn't say things, and I should have said things, too. You know? But from this moment on, we've really got to we've got to pay close attention folks we've got to tell the truth we've got to tell them because we're the only ones who truly do love them this world doesn't love them. this world is of satan they don't love them it's the beast's system god says we are in this world but we are not of this world that should tell us something but the days are short if we love them we're going to tell them would you want somebody to go to hell no you may not like them right now. There's a lot of folks that I personally just don't like. <laughs> Do I want to see them in hell? No, I don't want to see them in hell. I don't want to see anybody in hell. Well, I want to see Hitler in hell. But I mean, you know, you know what I mean? You know, the homosexuality, the pride, the whole thing. We hate that. Of course we hate that because God hates that. Do we hate the person? No. But we hate what it stands for. We hate this evil, demonic thing that they're that it's going through. So it's, it's You know, we hate that. We hate sin. We are to hate what God hates. But God loves those people. And we should, too. And we should be praying earnestly for them. I'm talking to myself, too. Oh, Guys, I'm sorry about the website. I just couldn't. (laughs) I just couldn't. Michelle, thank you so much um, for volunteering to help me. And I'm going to reach out to you probably um, on Saturday afternoon if you're listening this long. (laughs) And uh, I'll shoot you an email, too. I know nothing about WordPress, but I refuse Refuse to give GoDaddy any more my money. I'm telling you. Or if anybody is out there listening to this podcast, if you're still hanging on, (laughs) if you hadn't fallen asleep yet, you know I can tell you all something's funny. I can play my podcast to put myself to sleep. That's bad, right? I usually listen to it see if I hear any errors or anything like that. I usually fall out before I even get too far into it. But um, but I uh, know, if anybody anybody knows anything about you know uh, websites or is there just like a template where you can just drag and drop or like whatever because that's what they told me. And this is whatever I signed up for is not that, and I spent money on it. I'm like, oh my gosh, but I did get Bible prophecy the number for today So I do have that to do on that domain. And I still own the dot com domain, too, but I just don't know how to transfer that uh, to anything. So anyway, (laughs) if you guys have any ideas or tips or whatever, please shoot me an email. Uh, Heather at uh, Bible prophecy number Four today dot com. Or uh, you can shoot it at Bible prophecy for today at Outlook dot com. Anyway guys i'm gonna jump off of here tonight um it's been a crazy week uh they did get my schedules changed a little bit but i went back so you know i just work crazy schedules and i work um security on the weekends now and um, i did get a house uh, i think i told you guys this already but i'm so excited to move and it's gonna be such a blessing and um i haven't been on here a whole lot during the week to give podcasts or updates because my neighbors next door are so incredibly loud Uh, they're constantly slamming doors and just i I just can't focus (laughs) and so um that's one main reason i don't do a whole lot of podcasts anymore and i am sorry about that i'm going to keep trying to jump on and do these um at least three four at least three times a week i try so anyway oh guys i'm really going to get off of here so with that all right you guys get in the word of god let the word of god get into you and maranatha lord jesus maranatha come quickly lord come quickly oh guys thanks so much for listening for all your support i really appreciate it may god bless each and every one of you and uh, may he give us boldness to continue uh telling people the truth and telling people about christ and how much he loves them anyway thank you guys so much in jesus name amen